Hello and welcome back to the Balance and Barbells podcast. My name is Kayla and I am your host. Today is really the first episode of the podcast because last week it was really just the intro and I'm really excited because we're diving into some of my favorite topics and my most talked about topics, nighttime and morning routines. Okay, if you're new around here, my claim to fame is truly morning routines. I talk about them all of the time on social media because I am just obsessed with morning routines and I really think it sets you up for success. If I have a bad morning routine, I notice my day is usually very unproductive, I don't feel very happy with myself, I'm not as confident, and I kind of feel like I'm falling behind. But the days that I wake up to my 5 a.m. alarm and I have my whole morning routine of going to the gym, coming home, showering, having my post-workout, my coffee, I get to do my to-do list, and I stay off my phone, I am so much more productive throughout the day. And like if I'm super productive in the morning, I find that I am way more productive throughout the day even when it comes to things like returns or errands, two things I despise doing. But if I can plan them out in my day and kind of structure how much I can get done for work and everything else that I need to get done, I have time to plan in those things and it truly sets me up for success for the whole day. But let me tell you, if I don't wake up on time or my morning routine is thrown off, I feel so unbearable productive. I will completely skip doing my errands. I will put off everything and it makes such a difference in how I feel throughout the rest of the day. Something I get asked a lot on social media is how you build your morning routine and I think that there's so much that goes into it and one of the biggest things that you have to realize is you have to also structure your nighttime routine. So that's kind of why I paired the two topics together. But first, let's talk about your morning routine and the things that you need to do to set yourself up for success. So we're going to start with one of the most important things that you have to realize when it comes to your morning routine, and that's that it has to work for you and only you. I know a lot of people go on social media for inspiration and are on social media just a lot of the day. And so you'll kind of just like mindlessly see somebody else's morning routine or their nighttime routine and start taking those things into account for like what you need to do for your morning routine. And I think that's honestly the most unproductive way to go about structuring your morning. Your morning is going to look so much different than anybody else's. I get comments on my Instagram all the time. Oh, she must be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, it must be nice to work from home. I do have that luxury. I do work from home. I run my own business and I have the time to structure things throughout my day differently than somebody who has an hour-long commute. So my 5 a.m. morning routine may be completely unrealistic for you and what your daily life looks like. However, you can use these platforms for motivation on things that you find that are important to you, but I think that you need to understand what is realistic for you and what is sustainable. If you have to be at the office at 6.30, getting up at 5 and doing every single thing that I do in the morning is just not realistic. And I just think that's not talked about enough. A lot of people will just talk about how, oh, I wake up at five and I'm super productive. But really the reason you're productive is because you're getting the things done that are the most important to you. For me, that's working out, being active and planning my day. If I don't go to the gym first thing in the morning, I am stressed about when I'm gonna have time to get to the gym the rest of the day. It literally weighs on me. And I think about what time can I go? When am I gonna be able to fit it in? I'm working on this right now ideally I'd like to get this done first and it's just like a constant battle in my head 
But if I can just wake up and get it done first thing, I am so much more productive because I don't even have to think about it. Same with planning out my day. If I wake up late and I can't plan out my day and look at my calendar and the things that I have to do, I feel like I'm rushing and trying to play catch up the entire day. For other people, it can be journaling, it could be some time that's self-reflecting, maybe lighting a candle and just having some alone time before the kids wake up. Like it can look so different for every single person. Some people like to work out at night, some people like to do it during the day. It's totally what works for you and it doesn't have to be that you wake up at five and go straight to the gym because that may not be what you find enjoyable. And if you don't find it enjoyable, it's not sustainable. Now, I'm not going to leave you hanging without giving you some guidance behind building a morning routine. I think that there are a few things that you need to take into consideration when you build your morning routine, and I'll just call these my rules behind your morning routine. The first rule is making sure you do one thing of movement, and that doesn't have to be a HIIT workout or weightlifting. It can be super small. It can be low impact, walking, yoga, some light stretching, just some form of movement whatever that is for you so that you can kind of get things moving. This is a great time to get your digestion moving. Movement first thing in the morning is really good for your body and it's really good to get things kind of just flowing. Your cortisol is the highest in the morning when you first wake up. So I do recommend to a lot of people get your workout done first thing if it's sustainable for you and it fits with your schedule, but at least do 10 minutes of movement at the bare minimum. My next rule is have something nutrient dense. There's some people out there that like to do fasting, which is okay, but if you're going to be active in the morning, if you've already worked out, making sure that you have something nutrient-dense following your movement and your workout that's going to fuel you, whether that be your supplements or some nutritious meal, it's really important to make sure that you're fueling your body for the day. I have a lot of thoughts on fasting for women, but we'll get into that in maybe another podcast. Now, the third rule is to get sunlight first thing in the morning. There is a lot of studies that have been done around getting sunlight in the morning. It is part of your circadian rhythm. That's what it's called. But sunlight helps so much with improving mood, brain health, and getting your vitamin D in. But it's also very important for producing melatonin so you can go to bed at night. So getting sunlight first thing in the morning, at least 10 minutes, you can wear SPF. But make sure that you're getting yourself outside, getting some movement in. I like to do this as a morning walk and just be outside for 10 minutes to get exposed to natural sunlight. The thing around this that's kind of hard in the winter is that the sun comes up later in the day. So if you have to go to the office or you have to be traveling, commuting, just make sure that you get some time outside when you possibly can in the morning or as soon as you can in the morning. I know in the summer, this was so easy for me to get out and get some sun, even if it was just sitting on my back porch for a little bit and now that winter's come and it's much colder in the mornings it can feel like a little bit of a challenge but I try and make it a part of my routine where I'm getting out there at least for 10 minutes before 10 or 11 a.m. There's a lot of studies that suggest that you do it first thing in the morning but again you have to work with what you can and you have to make it realistic. You can't go off of specific rules if it's not sustainable or not doable for you. My last rule is staying off your phone. I think it's so important to stay off your phone for as long as possible in the morning because it really ruins productivity. You will get sucked into so many different things, whether it's social media or emails or whatever it is that you open your phone to do first thing in the morning. 
it will literally delay your day. I find that if you get up and you try and use it as a mechanism to even just wake up a little bit sooner, you'll find yourself in bed longer and constantly scrolling. And it can even throw off your mood. It can make you feel a certain way if you watch a bad video or you watch a video that makes you feel bad about yourself. It's just not a good way to start your morning. And I always recommend that you stay off for as long as possible. Mine is I don't get on social media until at least 9 a.m. And that's why a lot of the time you'll see that I will post my 5 a.m. or 7 a.m. routine at like 10 a.m. And it's because I'm filming throughout the day because that's part of my job, but I don't get on to scroll. I make sure that I have not touched my phone for social media or emails or anything that's going to distract me from what I need to get done in the morning and cause a pause in my day and make sure that I am present and doing the things that I need to do until I have that set time. I like to post around 9 a.m. every morning, so that's about the time that I'm hopping on social media and getting things live for you guys. So those are my four rules for your morning routine. I think that those are totally interchangeable, but if you are having trouble building your morning routine, those are the things that I would focus on first and making sure that you have some structure around things that you need to do. Do you like to exercise first thing? Does it also stress you out to not have your workout done first thing in the morning? Or do you prefer to have some time to read and relax and unwind before the day starts and gets chaotic? Those are the things you need to write down and figure out what is important to you. And those are the things that I would recommend you structure into your morning. Don't feel like you have to follow what everyone else is doing online. For example, I personally don't find journaling relaxing at all. And I find that if I do it in the morning, I get a little bit more anxious for the day. I start thinking about other things. My mindset's not as clear. And I'm also so focused on getting to the next thing. When I journal, it's just not a peaceful thing for me in the morning. I like to do my to-do list. I like to sometimes write down what I'm grateful for because it makes me feel more present but I don't like to actually journal and do long form content in that way. Completely different for a lot of people. I know a lot of people who love to sit down journal and just brain dump in the morning. I'm the opposite. I wanna do that at night so I can clear my head and get to sleep. So again, there's no rules around how you build your morning routine. I think it's just important that you develop some structure and you understand what's important to you versus following what everyone else is doing online. This is truly a rule of just being realistic. You have to be realistic with what is important to you, what you can achieve, and use it as a time to set yourself up for success. Don't use it as a time to stress yourself out and be like, oh shoot, I didn't get to everything this morning. What are the most important things and how can you structure your day to be better because you were productive in the morning? And that's really the key to your morning routine. My last thing that I would say about the morning routine, and this will move into the next topic, is setting yourself up for success the night before. I truly believe that your nighttime routine is more important than your morning routine. And if you have a dirty kitchen, if you haven't done the laundry, if you have stuff overflowing from yesterday and you wake up and it's a reminder of how crazy and insane yesterday was, you are now overwhelmed with what happened yesterday, today. And it's just running over and spilling over into the next day, not allowing you to have a fresh start. So I like to have a nighttime routine with a lot of different aspects to it, but one of the non-negotiables is making sure that I clean my space and that I have everything that's kind of left over in some organized manner so that I can tackle it tomorrow in an organized manner as well. So if I have something that I can't get done today, I will structure it into the next day, but I don't leave it a mess. I don't leave it so that I have to figure out the problem tomorrow. 
I literally make sure that everything from the yesterday's crazies is cleaned up for today. Literally, I think you just have to have everything in some kind of organized aspect. There are some tasks that you're not going to be able to complete in a day and it is going to spill over into the next day, but you have to set yourself up for success in making sure that it's not a mess when you get to it the next day. Otherwise, you really haven't solved anything. So I always make sure that I have my spaces clean. I clean my kitchen. I clean up any kind of mess that I've left for myself. I don't open mail and leave it all over my counters or leave any of Aspen's toys out or my things out. I make sure everything's kind of cleaned up. So when I wake up, it's truly a fresh start and I don't feel like, oh, that's right. I didn't do that yesterday. So starting with my nighttime routine. Usually around five, six o'clock, I have been mentally exhausted for the day for all of the work that I've done and I'm ready to kind of just chill. So the first part of my nighttime routine is really chilling with Sean. So we usually make dinner together. We kind of use this as a relaxing time. We'll pour a glass of wine. Right now we're actually into Olipops, so we won't have wine or liquor. We've just been drinking Olipops as our like relaxing cocktail or mocktail, I should say. And it's just kind of like a time to be together. So we'll make dinner together. We talk about our day. We have something that just kind of makes it feel fancy, which right now is Olipops. And we just spend that time together and feel very present. And I think it's a great way to take a step and a little bit of space between the day where it's been hectic to just enjoy each other's company, kind of converse and talk about each other's day, go through some problems. And it's a good one to two hours. So 30 minutes to cook, 30 minutes that we enjoy dinner, and we usually relax like another 30 minutes to an hour watching a show or talking. We have no phones during dinner. And we started this about six months ago, and it's honestly been such a game changer. I used to be posting or researching content or just messaging people back while we were at dinner, and he would be on Instagram, and we were just never connected. So we made a no phones rule. And we will literally sit down together, even if we're sitting on the couch, which we usually do a lot, and watch our favorite show. So even if there's no communication, we're spending that time together and we're enjoying those experiences together. So I really enjoy that time just being phone-free, cooking and everything. Then after we clean up our dinner... I start kind of cleaning up the space. So I will clean up the kitchen. I will make sure that I kind of do a quick sweep of the house and put anything away that has kind of been lingering or I couldn't get to throughout the day. So finishing up laundry, opening some PR packages, cleaning up, taking the recycling out, anything that's going to spill over to the next day that's just going to overwhelm my morning routine. This usually only takes me like 30 minutes to an hour at the most. It just really depends on how crazy the day was. But I really like to take this time to make sure that I am good to go for the next day. And the other thing we do on Thursday, we kind of designated this as our cleaning night for several reasons. Friday is our trash day. So we already started like kind of cleaning up the house. And one week we decided, why don't we just go into the weekend with a completely clean house so we don't feel like our off days where we're not working as much are cluttered with chores and massive cleanups. So I have two basic cleaning days. It's Thursday nights. That's part of my Thursday night routine and Sunday nights. And I like to make sure I'm going into the weekend and going into the week with a clean space. So I just feel more rejuvenated and like I have a fresh start. 
Again, this is why I preach everyone has to have their own routines and things that work for them because not everyone's going to want to clean on a Thursday, but it is so relaxing to me and it's like my midweek cleanup. So I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed with laundry or vacuuming and all the other chores that kind of get left behind throughout the week. On the weekends. I do like to do these on Sundays because it's the same feeling where we get some clutter through the weekend and I like to start the week fresh. So I want like a deep clean of all the chores that are kind of lingering. I will do another podcast episode that kind of dives into that as well and my grocery shopping routine, but I wanted to touch on that because I do think it's important that you realize your routine has to be specific to you. Now, after I've done cleaning up my space and I've organized everything, this is kind of my relax and unwind time, especially since it gets darker earlier. It's like dark here around 6.30 now. I like to start relaxing and unwinding around 7.30 or 8. And that's because I'm a grandma and I like to go to bed at 9 at the latest. In a perfect world, I will be in bed by 8.30 just relaxing but some nights that's just not the case based on work overload. So when I start to relax and unwind, I usually make a cup of tea and I'll head upstairs and I'll shower, get ready for the night, start my skincare routine, and then I like to climb in bed and watch some YouTube or some TV that I'm enjoying, some series I'm watching. And I usually do this by myself. Sean's usually watching football or doing his nighttime routine. So this is kind of like my alone time. And I will finish off the night by reading a book because I like to make sure that I'm kind of off screens and things like that at least 30 minutes to an hour before I go to sleep. I find that helps so much with making sure my mind's not racing and I haven't been exposing myself to a bunch of blue light before I go to sleep and it's really drastically improved how quickly I fall asleep. There's also a few supplements I take. I take the Bulletproof sleep gummies and magnesium and those have drastically helped make sure I go to sleep pretty quickly. But my nighttime routine is pretty simple. I like to make sure it's relaxing, I get my skincare in, and then I enjoy a favorite show or series, and then just make sure that I'm clearing my mind and giving myself time to truly relax and get to sleep. I like to try and fall asleep around 9, so that way I can have my alarm set and be up around 4.50 or 5. So that's basically my morning and nighttime routine, and I've been pretty consistent with that for at least a year, and I'm kind of making some little changes here and there, but that is truly what it looks like, and I personally love it. I think it sets me up for the best morning and the best day. And then my nighttime is usually very relaxing and being productive to get myself set up for the next day. I think the biggest takeaway when it comes to your morning and nighttime routine is just making sure that you're doing the things for you, not for anyone else. And by that, I mean making sure that you're not structuring out a morning or nighttime routine because somebody else does it on social media. You have to make sure that what you are doing is truly for you and it's helping you become who you want to be. A big part of your success comes from your routines. So building out routines that are going to help you reach the goals that you want in the next six months, year, 10 years, whatever it is, you have to make sure that your routines are structured and they're actually setting you up for success. If you're trying to get into med school, I don't think that you're going to have as much free time as I do to focus on relaxing and unwinding. I think that you are going to be studying late hours of the night and you have a way busier schedule. So you have to be super realistic about what that looks like for you and what your end goal is and 
is your habits and your daily routines, are they leading you to success? No one else can answer that for you except for you. So getting any kind of structure from social media other than inspiration is just not a good idea and it's really not going to be successful for you. So that's my biggest takeaway from it. Make sure that you set up a morning and nighttime routine that is specifically for you and that's going to help you be successful. I would start by writing out what your goals are. Start small. What are your six-month goals? What are your one-year goals, five-year goals, and so on? And I would figure out what you need to do and what your daily habits need to look like for you to reach those goals. And then ask yourself, honestly, are you doing every single habit? Are you being consistent in your routine? That's going to make you be successful. If not, what are the changes you need to make? And if you are, great. What other improvements can you make and how can you be 1% better every single day? Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. You can find me over at Kayla Dirk on all social media channels, and I will see you guys next Tuesday in the next episode.